fewer to tell me about your vacation. I don't want to hear that. Well, I drove down interstate, whatever, for 17 miles. And then, you know, we got off on exit, whatever, whatever. I don't care. I want to hear like, hey, John, how was your vacation? Oh, so good, man. We saw this thing and that thing. And we went to the Grand Canyon and it was great. I'm like, wow, I can tell that that vacation delivered some sort of value to you. Agile Podcast. I am your host, John Ragazine, Director of Agile Process. And with me, as always, is my colleague and friend, Ken. Hey, everyone. My name is Ken, and I am an Agile Process Leader here at Alley. Welcome to today's podcast, where we are going to talk about sprint goals. Yeah, sprint goals. I. Uh, it is one of those things that I think is seemingly simple, um, but actually is rather complex when you start what trying to figure out, you know, how it affects the team, how do you build these things, um, and also how do you build them here at Alley. Uh, one of the first things that folks get kind of wigged out about is that um, sprint goals are usually tied to, okay, we're going to do this one thing for the product. We want to get this one thing done. So we're going to get a sprint goal around it. It's going to be totally uplifting and wonderful, and we'll deliver it, and it'll be great. Um, but then if you're working at an agency like we are, uh, we don't have a single project. Um, not only do we have multiple clients per team, but we also often, I would say, have multiple initiatives for a single client that we have to move forward. So, you know, how does Sprint Goals wrap its head around that? Yeah, that's a good point. Um, one of the things I've noticed too about Sprint Goals is if you say it really fast, it sounds like sprinkles, like you get sprinkles on your ice cream it's, or it's a delicious confectionery <laughs> achievement so <laughs> totally yeah no sprinkles with multiple when you got multiple projects running at the same time it can be hard to wrap a you know wrap your brain around a single sprint goal and sometimes in the agency environment it's just not possible yeah and so then you have to kind of be okay with having multiple goals but you don't want to have um you know too many, I guess I'll say. It's great to have a goal per project or a goal for every single thing that you want to achieve in that sprint, but then it becomes kind of like almost like a, a duplicate of the sprint itself where you have everything now documented in a sentence, um, which 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 kind of like gets, gets in the way a little bit. But to take a step back, let's just talk about what sprint goals are, what they're meant to achieve, and how teams can identify these um, at the start of their sprint. So Ken, why don't you educate me and everybody on what are sprint goals? Yeah, when I think about a sprint goal, it's just a one, maybe two sentence idea, something that the entire team can rally around and accomplish by the end of the sprint. You know, over, over the years where I've used SMART goals, I've used FOCUS goals, I've used all, all sorts of different acronyms out there to come up with these things. And I have found that it's it's just a simple conversation at sprint planning with the team. What are the major things that we need to get done this sprint? And what I like to do is I like to set the sprint goal before we start pulling in backlog at sprint planning. And I'll, I'll unpack that a little bit. What I mean by that is I talk to the product owners and our stakeholders and I figure out what, what are our clients, what, what are our stakeholders, what do they need done this sprint? They say, well, we'd really like to see this feature done. We'd really like to see this maintenance ticket done. And we'd really like to see, you know, whatever it is, right? 
the team that we talk about, is it possible to achieve all of those things? Yes or no. Uh, and then go from there. Like what is achievable? Then we craft our sprint goal, say by the end of the sprint, our goal is to release this feature, have this thing done. You know, it, it will be demo demoable meets our definition of done. So that's our sprint goal, release this feature. And then we go to the backlog and we start looking what backlog items do we need to pull into the sprint to achieve that sprint goal. Due to time constraints and other things, I've sometimes tried to steer the team and kind of like move backwards after planning into goals that make sense. Um, and that's not always going to work out. You know, I feel like they're really powerful when you set them beforehand. Um, what right. sprint goals mean to me, there's a couple of things. Uh, one, yes, it's what are you going to be done with? What are you going to deliver at the end of the sprint? So it's very clear and it's not a body of tickets or whatever, although it translates into that to a certain extent. It's this thing is the most important thing or these things are really important. We have sure. a lot going on. These are the most important items. And where that can help you is with helping the team sort of like make decisions, you know, mm -hmm. like, oh, what should I work on next? Or what should I help out with if there's, you know, capacity left at the end of the sprint? Those sprint goals have to be completed. You right. know what I mean? Yep. Like if those aren't done, it's one metric over how we did not come together as a team and succeed this sprint. Right. Um, it's not necessarily pass fail to a certain extent. I think that you have to be kind of diplomatic with how you use them, but it's true. It's like, don't commit to a sprint goal that you can't deliver and don't like make sure that you're helping the team complete it. It mm -hmm. can even be something simple. You know, I mean, like I said earlier, uh, we have multiple sprint goals going on. Usually we have multiple uh, projects or multiple things that we want to achieve inside of a sprint. And so not everyone's going to work on the same sprint goal at face value. Right. You know, that being said, uh, doing QA on these things when they come up, doing code reviews on these things, just mm -hmm. talking to someone about like if they're working on – if the deliverable rests on like one person because it's a small but important deliverable, sometimes they might need a swarm to talk through some issues and make sure that they're right. going in the right direction. It's supporting the team. Because the full the whole team's gonna deliver the sprint goal, not a single person. Right. So you could definitely get involved in that. Yeah, it just brings so much clarity to the work that's in the sprint when you set that sprint goal at the beginning. Because now I know, uh, you know, if it's towards the end of the sprint and I'm out of work, what what do I pick up next? Do I pick up something at the top of the backlog and pull it in? Like if our sprint goals are complete, no. I'm gonna go ask my other team members. Are you stuck? Are you blocked? How can I help? What's going on? You know those sort of things. It just brings clarity because you're right. The team delivers the goal, not a single person or a subset of folks on the team. It's, it's the entire team delivers that sprint goal. Yeah, that's right. I mean, I don't touch a lick of code at all here at Alley, and I know that I help the team. Thank God. Yeah. Tell me about it. I'm glad that that <laughs> ship has been docked and dumped into the desert somewhere, but, um, but yeah, like it doesn't mean that I can't help. I mean, anything that we do to help someone, you know, achieves the, the sprint, the sprint goal. And it also kind of helps kind of, I, I know that focus uh, acronym that you mentioned earlier, the you in that is uplifting. Mm -hmm. um, and what sprint goals do is it puts like a human face on a bunch of work that you have to achieve. So it kind of keeps the team, I think, happy and energized and keeps the work from getting a little like stale, I suppose. Um, what I mean by that is without sprint goals, what you're doing is a series of tasks that someone is asking, be it a client right. or a business contact or, or whatever. And that can quickly become very sort of like support desk-esque, 
or very dev for hire or pixel pushing if you're a designer or whatever. Um, right. And instead, if you're trying to translate that into like, let's make a, a, a human sentence that makes sense for, to everybody mm-hmm. that talks about what this is, why it's great. You know, the last big vacation that uh, I took, it was my wife and I, we, in 2013, we flew out to Las Vegas. We got out of there as quickly as we could and hit the road. Um, and we did uh, the National Parks loop out there. We went to the Grand oh, Canyon. Oh, nice. Yeah. Bryce Canyon, Zion National Park. And if you say, like, I am driving and that I'm doing this and I'm turning left and here's my GPS directions for my trip, that's stale and, and you'll achieve all those things, but who cares? But if I say, like, we went to the Grand Canyon and, it, and I try to express words about it or, like, we, you know, went up to the top of an 8,000-foot uh, 8, peak inside of Zion National right. Park and saw the river bend and saw all the stuff, and it was, like, in- amazing. That's the stuff that's important. So it's, like, kind right. of putting the human face on things, not a laundry list like you talked about earlier. Sprint goals are there to drive the team towards a uh, shared kind of common outcome common goal right so just heard an anecdote from another scrum master who was having some trouble getting uh their team on board with this concept of sprint goals um okay and i was like oh what's the what is the issue is it difficult to come up with them is it is it that you know the team kind of like forgets them like what is the situation and you know the scrum master said to me like well you know they don't like them well, why don't they like them? Well, it makes the it makes them unhappy. Okay, why does uh, it make them unhappy? Okay. We're I'm up to like two or three whys now, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, like, well, if they don't they don't want to be judged by them. And I said, oh, okay. So, in this situation, this team was not liking sprint goals because they weren't achieving them, and they weren't achieving them because they weren't being crafted in a way that made sense that tied to their right. sprint. That tied to their behaviors. They weren't going back to them. So it was less about the concept of like a sprint goal being like some harsh judgment and more about like a gap in scrum education. Like why do right. we have sprint goals? We have them to keep the team aligned. If the team sets sprint goals and then ignores them for a week, yeah, those sprint goals are going to make you feel bad because you're not doing what you said you would do. <laughs> right. Um, and maybe you need to either craft sprint goals differently or figure out a way to make them visible. But it really falls down to like it's less about the the AD, the idea or the concept and more about people's perceptions of it and yeah. figuring out like why they're not working. Not like it doesn't work. Like, well, why isn't it working? What is their idea of it? And I thought that was a really interesting thing because, you know, so often we want to keep teams like happy teams will produce happy teams will produce. And like, it doesn't mean that you turn a blind eye to uh, unhappiness, like avoiding it. Like, Oh, they don't like sprinkles. I don't want to talk about them. Right. Well, why don't they like them? Oh, they misunderstand them. So let's change their their idea. Let's be a scrum educator and kind of shift things. I think you brought up a really good point when it comes to scrum education. The team crafts the sprint goals. The team does together. I've I've seen organizations before where they've run into that where we're not hitting our sprint goals. The team doesn't rally behind them and all that sort of stuff. And it's because you know, a manager comes in somewhere at sprint planning and says, okay, here's the body of work we're going to do. Here's the sprint goal, blah, blah, blah. Any questions? Nope. Great. Thanks. I'm out. You know, and kind of leaves the team there. And it's like, well, that, um, whoa, whoa, whoa. The team has a really hard time rallying around that because oftentimes it's not clear. Uh, this was set for me. I don't know if it's achievable or not, you know? I think it comes from a place of, of seemingly trying to help or trying to like 
take one thing off the team's plate where an outside person, stakeholder, or even a PO or an SM or whatever, um, or, or a team member, mm-hmm. anybody, any single individual will be like, hey, I can help with the sprinkles. Here they are. Does everyone like them? And the team will be like, sure, because there's a thousand other things to do. And you're like, it's easier just to say like, yes. Right. Um, it's really hard to not kind of like pre-populate these goals for the team to give them something to react to. Now you can be a part of the conversation, mm-hmm. but it should definitely be something that you all come with together. And it takes time. And it could take a lot of time, depending upon like your your team's comfortability with this. But again, like that rallying around and that buy-in, it really only comes if the team comes up with it. And the team has every opportunity to say, like, right. no, we cannot complete that. This just happened yesterday. You talked about your planning and your sprints. Same thing. We're on the same schedule as you all. Yesterday in planning, we were talking about a deliverable for a client, and I tried to encapsulate that. I was sharing my screen and typing um, into a a sentence and I wrote it out and it was like too uh, broad. It was like, do all of this thing. And the team quickly was like, we can't do right. all of it in this sprint. So you don't want to make a sprint goal that you literally cannot achieve. But it was like, we can do like, right. if there's five things, five pieces of this, of this feature, we can definitely do three. So let's just say the three. And if we do four, awesome. It's yeah. not going to limit you. But at least it gives you a goal that you can achieve that you know will like then also buy you, uh, kind of like buy in and joy in the on the client side too. I think it brings a lot of clarity to the clients too when you can say, "This is what we will achieve by the end of the sprint. This is our goal." You know, versus like, "Hey, I'm I'm gonna work on your stuff and uh, I'll see you at demo." But like, "Oh, okay, thanks." Like, what what do you mean you're gonna work on my stuff? Like, what what? What should I expect to see at the demo? You know, but those things, you know, like you said, hey, we've got these five things we're looking at. Uh, can't achieve all five this sprint, but we're we're going to aim for these three here. So at the demo, you, you'll be able to see items one, two, and three. Next sprint, we're going to tackle four and five. Um, like that provides so much clarity there. And, and the team's rallied around it. It's clear to the client. Everybody knows what's going on. Yeah, yeah you know, as much as we try to create our tickets with, I know I am done when this happens, that happens. There'll be testing criteria, all those things. Um, mm-hmm. Once the team, the internal team here at Alley understands what all that means, the ticket is good and we can work on it. We know what we're going to do. We know what we're going to deliver. That may not translate to understanding on the client side of things. They may not really get that like all these tickets add up to whatever it is. Um, and it's not their fault. Right. They don't have to understand every intricacy uh, of what's going on. Like we'll try to make it as as plain as possible, but a sprint goal does that kind of abstraction one level more. And it's like, Hey, by the end of the sprint, your problems with not having a way to whatever, like have a slideshow that is really dynamic and awesome. will go away. Cause we're going to build it and you'll have it demoed for you in a week. Um, it makes it intelligible. Mm -hmm. You know, you have to meet people where they are. You can't expect them to always like meet you where you feel comfortable. And I think, uh, the difference between, um, a summation of all the AC in a, in a series of related tickets and a sprint goal is that understandability. Does your team have like a template that you guys use for sprint goals or anything, or is it kind of fluid? Do, do they change? Are they just sort of plain English or is there, you know, some sort of craziness that we have to, we have to be on John's team to un- really understand <laughs> what they're doing. Oh, I, if know? there was like, yeah, if it was like, you have to be on my team to do it, then it would be a fail on think on my part. Um, you know, that being said, 
I do try to keep it pretty plain, but what I what I do is sort of list out like here's all the various things that we could be working on this sprint. Put it in a real plain mm-hmm. kind of like it, it's actually a, a Google Doc. It's an empty Google Doc with just a few like notes in it about what we're doing, a few codes, a few projects. Sure. And I'm like, what should we what what should we be achieving? And we'll make a list right there. I'll do the typing, but the team's saying making this list. And from there, we take that list and we quickly try to like rank it in order of like what we feel will deliver the most value or has the you know shortest timeline on deliverables or like we have to do this or we have to do that or whatever um and just kind of winnow it down yeah so yesterday's planning we had six identified goals and we paired it back to to three to three final goals and so like those other things aren't not okay. important you know what i mean but there's not going to be like, the sprint goals yeah. that we're gonna judge the sprint on um one thing that I think can be a challenge around this is like, yeah, you're in planning, you make the sprint goals, like we'll talk about them again at, again at demo or retro or whatever, but like what else? Um, and what I love oh, is when, yeah, every day. exactly. So like making things visible uh, when you're working remotely can be a little bit of a challenge, I think. Um, one thing that I love mm-hmm. uh, that another scrum master here at Alley, Sarah Rose told me about was that she was weaving the sprint goals into their daily stand-up. Meaning it was like, you know, talking about what mm-hmm. you're working on, the challenges, risks. How have you contributed to the sprint goals today? Or like, what will you do to contribute to the sprint goals tomorrow? So it's like a simple reframing yeah. of that conversation, but it just keeps it top of mind for everyone, which is the biggest challenge, I think, is to be like, what are our sprint goals again? Oh yeah, there's that list. You know, yeah. like I could keep it in a post-it, like stuck to my monitor or something, but like, I want the team to really be living it all the time. So, you know, that's one way yeah. of doing it that makes it really like alive for people. Yeah. It's a struggle remotely because, you know, if you're co-located in an office, of course, I can just write the sprinkles up on the whiteboard and everybody can see it every day and, and whatnot. But, you know, when you're working remotely, uh, you know, I'm not going to, I'm not going to walk into your house and write on your wall, the sprinkle, you know, like, so one of the things that we do on, on our team is that, Every day at our daily stand-up, we have a series of questions that we ask, you know, what's taking you longer than expected or that you have any impediments? Are you avoiding anything? What are you excited about? And then the last thing we end with is what's your fist of five of sprinkles? You know, one being there's no way we're going to hit this. We way overcommitted. Five being we got this in the bag. We're going to, we're rocking it. We're, we've got it. And we ask that every single day, just so it's the top of top of mind. And then I, I post them in Slack uh, so everybody can see them on a daily basis. Try to talk about them as much as we can, you know. Um, but that sort of goes back to that scrum education thing, right? Hopefully team members have been ingrained and just understand this sprint is about achieving a sprint goal, not about just, okay, filter out every everybody else's stuff look only at my tickets do my job do my thing and get my work across the finish line sure that's helpful but you got to be a team player right it's all about the sprint goal helping each other the team will deliver this goal are we on track to do that or not you know and if not what can i do to help yeah like i said uh earlier it kind of like drives decision making drives swarming and teamwork but it's really important um, if it's just a numbers game, if Scrum comes down to just story points and velocity, it's kind of uninspiring, you know? Like if you yeah, if you close yeah. all your points in the sprint, it's like, that's great. And you should celebrate it. Why not? It's it's wonderful. If you close more than what you committed to, that's wonderful. But like that kind of loses steam after a while. 
Um, but if it's like this goal that you talked about every day, the team set, the team wanted to achieve, and then the team achieves it, it's that sense of of sort of like success is is so much more qualitative than quantitative. And I really like that. When folks talk about projects that they've been on, websites that they've built, you know, things that they've been a part of, I I can't think of a time where I've I've ever seen anybody at least admit to, you know, sure we all have bad projects, but somebody admit to something like, hey, you know that website? Yeah. Well, I spent 60 story points on that yeah, website. Can you imagine like fighting work that way. <laughs> <laughs> they don't care, right? Like they're they're excited about what was delivered. And the more we can focus our sprinkles around delivering value, what's the output, rally the whole team around it, let everybody have a say in it, uh, vote it up, vote it down, make sure the team's all united, and then go achieve it. Like, man, that that's what Scrum's all about. Absolutely. Thanks, everyone, for joining today and listening to us chat about sprint goals. John, thank you for joining and sharing your insight. Really appreciate it. John, will you tell us, what is the Fibonacci number of the day? I'm happy to. Uh, Ken, the Fibonacci number for the day is... Hundred and forty-four. Ooh, nice. nice one. So yeah, thanks everyone for listening. Uh, if you are wondering more about what Alley does, visit us at Alley.co. We have so many resources there, and we'd love to share them with you. Reach out and say hi on social. And Ken, thanks again for joining me. Thanks everybody. Have a good day. Mm-hmm.